guys, welcome to the podcast, No But Really, and we have Miss Lauren Francis with us, Hello. communication director in the nonprofit world and um, musical, wait, what is it? Like musical? Musical theater. Musical theater nerd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lauren Francis is just awesome in all different areas in her life, so. Such such a compliment, such high praise. I feel like I'm good enough at a, at a wide variety of things to fake it until I make it. I'm not really great at anything, but I'm good at a lot of things. I think I think you're a great friend. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you. Lauren Francis and I have been friends for a while. She, mm-hmm. I actually met her through Eric, and no, we met at Vanguard. Oh you, my gosh, we met at Vanguard, right. and it was like you came to a welcome event or something like that. Yes. And you were <laughs> yeah, like, you were like, I'm going to be a communications major. And I was like, oh, I was a communications major. You know, that's so great. And you're like, yeah, I want to be the female Ryan Seacrest. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> there we go. I was like, okay. Well. I think you said me too. I was like, that would be super fun. That would be because I was still, I was like, didn't know what I wanted to do. I was right. like, you know, whatever. But I remember and I was like, okay, female Ryan Seacrest. I could see that. Like, the, I feel like there's no female equivalent right. of Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. Me now. Yeah. Actually, you know, you know who it, you know who it is is that one girl who Juliana does, Rannick. No. Um. Well, maybe her, but the girl that does Dancing with the Stars, um, the tall blonde oh, one. Oh, okay. She's like a sports broadcaster. But see, no one knows her name. That's and, no, no, no. Um, it's Erin. Uh, do you know sports anything? Erin Andrews. Yeah. Vanessa says we just answered. Erin Andrews. Yeah. Cause she does dancing with the stars. She does like, sometimes she does like entertainment stuff and then she does sports. So I feel like she has her hands in a lot, but Ryan has a radio. I mean, he has everything. He's just is. He just everything. is everywhere. I ta- this is now the second time I've talked about him and I just love him so much. Of course. My, my favorite Vanessa memory of Ryan Seacrest is when we were at breakfast. Oh my God. This is literally Taylor and just shared this. He did. And he just started crying. It's, it just is one of those things where I'm like, I don't, re- I don't really cry about a lot of things, but like the fact that you could literally cry, like just talking about yeah. Ryan Seacrest, yeah, like she's literally tearing up right now. That is <laughs> really hilarious. I don't know to what me. it is. I've just listened to him since I was like freaking since fourth grade driving to school we'd always listen to him on the radio I just love him a sentimental person yeah that's funny so anyways um well good intro yeah I'm happy to have you thanks for coming down and being here so we're gonna talk about dating and the social media (laughs) and all so this is gonna be super fun because Lauren has a lot of opinions on this so I'm excited (laughs) it's gonna be a good one but before we do that I wanted to play a game well actually highs and lows of the week highs and lows Let's hear some highs. Peaks and pits, mountains and mountains and valleys. valleys. <laughs> Something <laughs> I used to call them happies and crappies. <laughs> Let's happies do some crappies. happies and crappies. Um, am I going first? Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. Okay. Yeah, because I have to think of them again. <laughs> I never really know what I'm gonna say. Um, okay, my crappy. Uh, my crappy is I. So I just moved, which mm. is awesome, and I love my new place. But I, my window, um, has a flickering light. Outside of it, like the alleyway across from our house has this light and it's so bright. It's like a floodlight, but it flickers. Oh, and so it's like really hard for me to fall asleep at night because even through my curtains, it's like flickering. And <laughs> then in the morning, <laughs> in the morning, in the alleyway. Yeah, in the alleyway. And then in the morning, I my curtains like don't block out the sun. I just need to get new curtains. That's yeah. like the moral of the story. But right. my curtains don't block out the sun. So I wake up at like 4.30 a.m. every day <laughs> when the sun Good comes God. up. Good God. I'm like... 
this is no way to live. Um, that's my crappy. So I'm just always tired. Yeah, I'm like, why good. am I tired? It's because I can never go to sleep. Because you have never... a flickering light outside yeah. your window. It's terrible. Um, but my happy, um, my happy would have to be, this feels so superficial, but I had a really good shopping week this week. Oh, those are always, ha- I so love great. that. I like had been saving my money and like not spending cause I moved and like was just trying to be responsible. But this week I was like, okay, I'm going to like give myself a budget. So I like everywhere was having sales. So I got a bunch of cool stuff and I was just like, I'm such so a girl good. when it comes to that. I'm like, this is like, gives me so much joy. And I don't mean that in a materialistic way. It's no, just, like, I absolutely fun, mean that in a materialistic so, way. It's so good. No. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not, I'm not someone who like constantly is like spending thousands of dollars on clothes even though I wish I could but I don't know it was one of those things where I was like gosh this is such a good week yeah so good yeah um I feel like the oh no I was gonna say those are two positives but the first one definitely wasn't a positive first one was a negative um okay my hat my crap I'll start with crappy my crappy gosh I feel like this was a good week do I have a crappy um that's a good problem I know I don't think I really have a crappy um oh we didn't eat dinner last night that kind of sucked we so we used blue apron shout out to blue apron the best thing ever everyone <laughs> should do it like right now um it taught me how to cook and it saved my marriage <laughs> just kidding um but we made blue apron last night and eric kind of low-key burned the burger <gasps> oh, no. and it was already kind of late like we already didn't want to cook as it was and then we cooked and then it just went to shit and like the radish was kind of gross and moldy yeah it just like we, we just waited too long and so we didn't have dinner and I was we went out to get drinks last night and I got back and I was just like once I have one glass of wine I'm like ready for bed because I'm just yeah. getting old <laughs> so I'm like not fun anymore so we just went to bed and then we like didn't have dinner and I woke up I still am starving I still haven't eaten I was like um, did you eat breakfast <laughs> no I had coffee it's 10 a.m Lauren's here early and we're drinking coffee and that's all I've had today so oh, brother that's my crappy. You gotta my get this girl some food. I Eric. know. Come on. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, and then my happy. I um, gosh. Oh, I, well, I cut my hair, mm-hmm. which I. It's kind of a happy and a crappy because like I love long hair, but it just needed to go. Yeah. It was just time. So, but I like it. It's like a fun little cut. Um, by Kyle Kramer. Hey, shout out. Um, and I love it. It's super cute and it's fun. I just need to get a new curling iron because my curling iron's too big for it. So it just looks like I have a dent in my hair right now. <laughs> I have never once used a curling iron on my hair. You don't need to. Your hair is yeah, like naturally so I, like, curly. Don't know when people talk about that stuff, I'm like, mm, what is it like to have straight Struggle hair that you real. can actually do things with? You know, <laughs> what, is it, what is it like? But then I'm like, oh yeah, people like spend tons of money and effort to like get their hair to look curly which I think is absurd, but grass is always greener. <laughs> grass is always greener. But yeah, I've never used a curling iron. I always say that and I have never, I have never once used a curling iron in my hair. I wonder what it would be like if I straightened your hair, if you like straightened your hair and yeah. then I curled it for you. Well, and that's what my, people used to always say that and I was like, but why would I want to straighten it and then curl it? Like mm-hmm. in my head, I know it's a different look, but in right. my head I'd be like, that's the dumbest thing that's I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, no, if I'm going to freaking take the time to straighten my hair, right. I just want it to be straight. Because it takes two yeah, episodes by that of Friends point, to yeah. straighten my hair. Hmm. That's how I gauge life. Episodes of Friends. Two episodes of Friends to straighten my hair. One episode gosh, if dang. I don't do a really good job. Two episodes? <laughs> yeah, it's so like an hour or like 45 minutes. Oh my gosh, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Yeah. I can barely shower. Like, I don't even wash my hair. Yeah, I shower. Okay, that's, I don't know if this is like a tangent, but it do is. you shower every day? No. 
Neither do I. And my, I was having Absolutely a conversation not. with my family and they think that is the most repulsive thing. I'm like, okay, if I was, if I work out every day, which I should, but I definitely right. don't, then of course I would shower because right. you're gross. But yeah. I was like, if I just had a normal day, I woke up, I go to work, sit in my office, yeah. like go out or do something afterwards and then come home. I don't like, need to shower. I feel no need to shower. And then right. the next day I didn't do anything that like the other day so like I don't need to shower yeah and I usually I usually shower like every other day mm, see I barely like, do every that every other day or <laughs> when's the last time I showered this is like probably so <laughs> gross amazing. whatever but I'm just like I, I have a very keen sense of smell so I'm like if I smell I right. will shower or if I like need to go <laughs> when somewhere it gets to that point yeah but I just I'm always like I feel like I'm like well groomed enough to just not yeah, have like to shower every day. Yeah, like I don't sweat a lot. No, I don't sweat a lot either. I But I feel like, I mean, I know for some people they like showering because it's like mm-hmm. relaxing and they, it's mm-hmm. like how they start their day and da da da. But I'm right. like, heck no, I would rather sleep for 15 more minutes. Right. I'd rather be and, late. Like, put my hair in a bun yeah. and then call it a day. Dry so, shampoo. I don't know. Everyone, if they're listening to this, they're probably like, yeah, well, you smell, so you should take oh a shower. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't think you smell right now. Have you showered? Um, I showered yesterday. Okay. You're doing okay Wait. Then. <laughs> if you have to think about it, that's when you know it's been a couple days. No, I shot on Thursday. What day is it? Saturday? It's Saturday. Okay. So I shot on Thursday morning. So I should probably shower tomorrow. <laughs> See, Eric has had to like pick me up and put me in the shower in the past. I had, okay, so one time, I, this is so a tangent now. No, it's fine. Um, One time I like was like, oh, I need to shower. I don't know if I was depressed. I really don't. Like now looking back, my like, God, was I like miserable? Um. I like was like, okay, I need a shower. It's been like five days. Like I need to shower. And so I like go into the bathroom. I like take off all my clothes. The water's running. I put one foot in and then I started thinking, oh, but then I'm going to have to blow dry my hair. And then <laughs> I literally was like, nope. And I turn the water off and I just get out and then I just dry shampoo my hair. I'm like, I can go another day. Like how pathetic is like so lazy, yeah. you know, well, especially when it's a process. I don't have to, right. when I shower, I like I don't ever blow dry my hair. I like, I, it's just like, I get in, I get out, I dry off and then I'm like set. Right. So I feel like I can understand if it's like a whole big process of like blow drying your Like that to me would just be like, ugh. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Not worth it. Yeah. Nope. So <laughs> now that we've um, talked about our shot, gosh, people probably think we're so gross now. Um, <laughs> we're going to move on. So we're going to play a game yes. and I'm really excited about this game. And if you of know me, you, you know why. <laughs> So we're going to do a trivia, Kardashian trivia. Kardashian trivia. This is totally rigged because I like the Kardashians, <laughs> but you are like the encyclopedia. I love them. You know what, though? I feel like I like sometimes people will ask me questions about them and I actually don't know the answer and I get like embarrassed. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I should know this. Should um, know they're this. like my family. So oh, here's the here's the plot twist. So we have questions that we're going to ask each other um and for everyone you get wrong mm-hmm. you have to share a secret or embarrassing moment about yourself oh gosh so don't get any wrong <laughs> i am already am gonna <laughs> for sure get them wrong so yeah ready to start i'm ready you're gonna go first oh, brother okay you excited no <laughs> okay question number one who's Famous trial was Robert Kardashian involved in after he divorced Chris? OJ Simpson. See, you know what's up. How many children is Bruce the biological father of? <sighs> oh, okay. Brody, Kylie, Kendall. Uh, I think they have a sister. Four? 
Uh, who is, I know they have a, the blonde sister who's like perfect. Oh, she's the wife. Oh, of, it's his brother. Uh-huh. Okay, and then I don't know who the rest of them are. Yeah, so it's three. Six. Six, I'm sorry. Six. Six. <laughs> Six. Wait, who are the other two? Probably just like not famous people. Oh, we'll, we'll get the answers after? Okay. Okay, we'll get the um, oh, wait, okay, do I have to share a fact right now? No, after. Oh, got it. So okay. you have one that you need to share. Um, how many athletes has Kim dated since Keeping Up with the Kardashians <gasps> oh, first aired? Gosh. Shoot. Okay, Reggie Bush, uh, that one basketball guy, <laughs> I think another- The one she married? <laughs> yeah, the one she married for a hot minute. A hot minute. Um, three? Yeah, I don't know who the third one is. I just, I just knew that there was. <laughs> you another just knew one. there was another yeah. one in there. It's like there's probably an additional one. Good job. Okay, Chris, Bruce, Kendall, and Kylie all live in a beautiful home. Where is it located? Calabasas. Lord, I'm so proud of These you right are now. Easy. <laughs> Thank you for giving me the easy ones. <laughs> Scott is originally from New York. Ugh. Where in New York do his parents live? Oh, I have no idea. Um... I don't even know any places in New York besides New York City. Um, uh, upstate New York? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. The Hamptons. Oh, the Hamptons. Okay, I do know that. Of course they would live there. Right. <laughs> yes, wrong again. Okay. Um, okay, which Kardashian sister has breast implants? Oh. Um... Wait, is this like a Kardashian or can it be a Jenner? Kardashian. Uh, I'm going to go with Courtney. Good yeah. job. I know Kim doesn't and I don't think that Chloe. Yeah, so Courtney. Um, what is Scott and Courtney's son Mason's middle name? Oh, it's like such a weird one. Um, Mason rain or like king or lord or something <laughs> rain so king lord i don't know is that your final answer yeah what yeah. Else there? nope how many is that wrong three three, three. okay um okay so prepare to share three yeah. secrets or embarrassing moments um okay last one who is chloe's best friend who was also her assistant for a while oh i know her name um I can like picture her in my head. Something Isha or like uh not <laughs> They had the I was like watching an episode where they were a drama. I don't know her name, but I know exactly like once I hear it, I'll know exactly who it is. Uh, <laughs> Malika. Malika. I knew it was like we some, love Malika. I know, yeah, I knew it was like some name like that, but okay, so that's four. Can you tell me the right answers? Yeah, let's go over the oh, right wait, answers. What was well, I think you gave me all the right answers. Did the I? Hamptons, Malika. Dash, Dash was the middle name. Yeah, like the store. Yeah. And then what's the other one that I got wrong? Um, Hamptons. Oh, Hamptons, Dash, Malika. What was the other one? That was it. It's fine. You did pretty good. Okay, so now I'm going to ask Vanessa these questions. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm actually nervous because what if I don't know them? I'm going to look like a fool. You'll do great. Okay, question number one. Okay. Who of the four Kardashian siblings is currently single? Oh, Rob Kardashian. Oh, I thought he was with that girl still. No, oh, Black no, China. She went cray cray. Yeah, okay. she's crazy. Um, <laughs> what is the name of the personal trainer that Chris had for one episode? Parenthetical, Chloe thought his name was sexy. Oh, damn. I don't know. Um, Reagan? 
Reagan? I don't know. <laughs> Storm. Storm? I don't that was a hard one. I don't I know. know. Reagan, I was not <laughs> okay, um number three. Bruce was super mad when he had to watch TV to find out that Chloe was dot dot dot. In jail. Mm. Damn. Engaged. engaged. Who was she engaged to at that time? Lamar. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, Chloe. Oh, this is a good one for you. Uh, number four. Chloe was arrested and sent to jail for what? Chloe was? Yeah. Um, DUI. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't be celebrating that. <laughs> yeah, um, DUI. Okay, this is a good one. How many kids do Bruce and Chris have all together? Not necessarily with each other, but like between um, the two. Okay, so Bruce has six. I know, so you already got an advantage of that. And then, so Courtney, Chloe, Kim... Oh, nine. Courtney, Chloe, and Kim, that's it? Oh, um, I, who really thinks of Rock <laughs> Ten. Ten, yeah, ten kids, man. That's I forget Rob's like a part of the family. <laughs> um, okay, what celebrity was Kim's friends with that helped her get noticed by the paparazzi? Paris Hilton. Wow. Um, Kim decided to pose nude for Playboy, but only if she was tastefully covered in what? Paint. Mm. Oh, dang. Paint? Uh, wasn't it sand or water? Mm. Or... <laughs> I remember that episode. Um, Clay? Was it Clay? Pearls. pearls. What a de- I love her. <laughs> if I'm going to be nude, it's going to be covered in pearls. I remember that whole episode was just so traumatic. Traumatic. She was just like, I can't do this. I'm like, okay, chick. Okay. And then she ends up doing it like... Yeah. Like on the right, we all knew where this is gonna go. Um, how many did I get wrong? Three, four? Oh, three. Oh, three. Nice. Okay, so you have three and I have four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was that intentional? <laughs> nope, not intentional. Um, okay, my do we want to go back and forth or do you want me to share all mine at once? Um, share all yours at once. Okay, let's hear them. Embarrassing facts or secrets or like things that people don't know. Yeah. Um, my main one is that I don't know how to ride a bike. Wow, really? Yeah. And it's always like really, people are always like, I'll teach you. I'll do this. I'm like, I'm 28 years old. Like once you've reached a certain <laughs> point, you just like don't care. You and like stop. you probably are not going to learn. And that's just fine. That's so funny. Um, so yeah. Number one, I don't know how to ride a bike. Number two, I used to... Um, in high school or no in junior high we had to run a mile like during PE (laughs) and I was so just like out of shape and like hated running I ran track in high school so like in high school I liked it but for some reason junior high whatever and so I would run the first lap it was like laps around this field and I would run the first lap and then I would go out this like hole in the wall (laughs) and I would hide behind the gate and then because there was like 75 of us and like my teacher was all the way across the other field and then I would just like come out like in the middle of like the last round when like the the like mid distance people I'm like okay obviously I'm not going to be first like I'm not like a runner but um and I got away with it for literally probably like like the entire like 
year until the first or like or like the the last like two weeks of school and someone ratted me out <gasps> and it was hilarious because my teacher was like I should make you rerun all the miles and I was like oh, you're gosh. like god no please but I didn't have to so yeah that was embarrassing Wait, that's funny slash like that's creative that's just a story of my life I'm like how can I not run? How, <laughs> how can, can I cheat the system how can I not run that's pretty much my life um number three I was obsessed. <laughs> I was obsessed with this kid. Uh, I was boy crazy from the time I was like two years old. <laughs> but I was obsessed with this boy in uh, elementary school named Ryan Istvan. Oh, I like how you and said I his last him. name. He come. Huh? He would come every summer because he was from Las Vegas. But he would come and like visit his grandma, and then he would like go to summer camp. And um, I recently looked him up on Facebook, and you guys, he is like. <laughs> crazy <laughs> he has like liberty spikes. wait you're putting him on blast right no, now he will never hear this it's just one of those things where it's like you always think you know when you're a kid you're like oh this person is so cool right and like, he wears like cool like polo shirts and he's so nice and blah 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 and cool like he literally is like this goth like liberty oh, spike which is fine liberty I mean, like, spike i don't want to like you know put that on blast but it's just not my type and so i just always think it's so funny i literally like three of my diaries are committed to him so <laughs> That's just like, I, I love looking up people that I've had crushes on or like that have had crushes on me on Facebook and being like, oh, two of them actually are like on Broadway. I'm wow. like, I missed my shot. They also might be very gay, but I, <laughs> potato, they like, but you know, I missed my shot when I had it. Um, okay. And then my fourth one. I love how fast you're shooting these out. It's like I you just, just, I'm ready. a treasure trove of random <laughs> shit about my life. Um, my fourth one is I very commonly have full discussions with myself in my car. Like <laughs> even before this podcast, I was driving over. I was like, okay, like if she asked me this question, what would oh. I say? And I just talk it out because I'm right. like, I'm such a verbal processor that right. that helps me. But also I just like love hearing my own voice apparently. <laughs> so uh, wait, I that's actually really healthy to talk, talk out loud. To my, I talk to myself. I know people have told me that like yeah. people who have worked in, the psychiatric fields I'm always like I don't really want to tell them this because it's kind of weird but they're like no that's actually really yeah, good yeah it's actually really good it's like okay I feel better that's amazing that's so funny do you ever get nervous that someone's like what if you're like home by yourself and your roommates aren't there are you like talking out loud and then what if they come home and then yeah I think I would just fake like I think I'd just be like <laughs> actually wait, if it was like someone that I, that I knew and like cared about I'd be like oh I was just talking to myself but like in my car like if my windows are down I like I'm like for all they know I'm like talking to my bluetooth or right. like whatever hold your but, phone up to your mouth yeah I used to work in a retail store um I used to work at Gap like when I was in college mm -hmm. and there'd be so many nights when I was so bored you just you know no one comes in and you're just I'm like freaking folding shirts or like putting jewelry away or whatever and so I literally would just talk to myself like I would just talk to myself and I would just have a grand old time and like hours and would pass would and I'd be like this in. is so great but I was like my boss probably thinks I'm literally mentally <laughs> they can see in the cameras you just like yeah, I just gapping gapping with myself so that's, yeah, that's amazing okay, wow yours? okay yours? um so I have three okay so one is that I actually do not know my multiplications hmm like at all <laughs> and I'm really insecure about it two times two <laughs> yeah right so I was like nannying and these kids were like let's play because she had homework and she's like let's see who can get the number fat and I was like I don't want to play and she's like come on like 12 times 12 and I was like I don't know um I was 44 yeah I was that, everyone knows it and I'm like 24 and I don't know and so I was bullied when I was in middle school and I was bullied in math class and so 
I just was always scared to ask questions. And so I just like faked it till I made it. And I didn't ever know how to do my Aww. multiplications. So yeah, I'm really insecure about that. And now, like you said, like I'm old enough to where I'm not going to like, yeah, yeah I don't really it. think you're going to need to know your multiplication. Yeah. I just tables. use my calculator for everything now. So <laughs> exactly. I, I, I get by. I don't think kids even learn math in school anymore. <laughs> I know when I nanny and I do homework with them, I'm like, here, just use my calculator. Yeah. Like this is, <laughs> this is the 21st century. Um, okay. So that's one. And then the second one, when I get out of my car, sometimes I <laughs> pretend that there's paparazzi around. Oh, so I kind of like, gosh. <laughs> walk around like oh no don't take pictures of me like put my hand that up and stuff is amazing um, slash hilarious <laughs> so I don't know if that's a secret or embarrassing I'm not sure that's probably both, both. <laughs> um okay last one let's say oh okay Eric and I were walking around okay Eric and I were eating healthy for a little bit uh-huh. and we don't eat healthy normally so it was like a shift in my body and so um my like farts were just like very like my poops and farts were very um mm easy to get yeah. out I guess and so we we're walking around Irvine Spectrum and I just thought I farted and I was like whatever and I'm walking and no. I'm like I think I like just shit my pants <laughs> and so I like, go in the bathroom and yeah I had shit my pants and I was like oh my god like I like this was like a year ago and I was like what am I gonna do so I like took my jeans off and I'm like naked like I had underwear on but like basically in this public bathroom like washing my jeans under the sink and everyone's like walking in like what the heck and I like like, in your underwear yeah (laughs) because I'm like I can't put them back on with poop in them and so I like text Eric I'm like I shit my pants and he's like you're literally joking I'm like no and they're my like Joe's jeans so they're like expensive so yeah that was pretty embarrassing so we like I used his jacket to wrap around I was like we gotta go home and went home and threw him in the wash but yeah I felt really embarrassed as an adult to shit my pants That's so really crazy we're pretty we're being pretty vulnerable today i know i mean it's the tip of the iceberg there it's not we're even pretty open um okay so that's done we're gonna go ahead and jump into our topic which is the dating life the dating life i think we got vulnerable there Oof, here we go kill me <laughs> Just kidding. So I want to kind of just hear from you because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not in it anymore. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, gosh, it sounds fun. You got out. Yeah, I got out. But um, I hear mm-hmm. that it's it's pretty. The struggle is real. There's a ton of dating apps the now. Struggle is so real. <laughs> yeah. Like before, online dating was like frowned upon. Like you didn't tell people that you were like online oh, yeah. dating, and now it's like that's the only option. It yeah. feels like. So well, tell me your experience. Yeah. So I remember. Um, I remember probably in like 2013, like right when Tinder came out, I was watching The Bachelor at with my friend Marie and mm-hmm. she was single at the time. She's now engaged. I'm actually going to be in her wedding in a year. Which oh, is nice. Fun. But um, she was my freshman year college roommate. But anyway, we were sitting and she's like, oh my gosh, this app just came out. It's called Tinder, blah, blah, blah. And she was on it and like she had never really dated so she wasn't a dater Mm. so anyway I was like okay well like if Marie can do this like I can do this and it literally was just like (laughs) swiping like such an ego boost it was like there was hardly anyone on it like I don't know it was so hilarious and then I felt but I felt super guilty I was like oh my gosh like yeah this is like terrible like I can't do this I have to like you know delete it so I think I deleted it for like a year and then like I realized that it wasn't that terrible Mm. and I tried dating in the real world, aka just like meeting someone at church or like at school or Which something. Which is absurd. And Why would you yeah. ever do that? Why would I ever think that I could do that? You know, <laughs> 24 years in. Um, and that didn't work. So I got back on dating apps. And by now, I think Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, Coffee Meets Bagel, like all of those God had damn. kind of surfaced. 
So there was definitely a period of time where I was on all of those. And then I had a boyfriend, like I met a boyfriend on Tinder. So like I had a boyfriend Mm. for a while, so I was off. And then now it's kind of like, honestly, I'd go in phases. I'm like, okay, how, how masochistic do I feel right now? Like how bad do I want to make myself feel? Because going on dating apps is guaranteed going to make me feel terrible. Not like it's a confidence boost. Right. Because you're like, oh, these people like me and they're paying attention. But then like for the most part, it just is a lot of like failed dates or, Mm -hmm. you know, even, I don't know. I feel like there was a period of time where I had a really good attitude about it. And I was like, I'm going on dates. I'm learning about myself. I'm like, you know, getting this out of my system. Like I didn't date at all in college. Mm. So it's like, you know, I'm just getting it out of my system, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I was trying to be so positive, but it just like wears on you. Like eventually, no matter how positive you are, how much you're learning or how fun it is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, if you want to be in a relationship or like if you want to be married one day, like it's you just want to not be doing that. You know, it's like, yeah, it's not. I don't know. Like I always just felt like I was wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of my experience. I'm on all the apps right now. And I'm just <laughs> I feel like as you get older, I heard this analogy of like dating apps are a party. And like for the most part, women are like, all right. I'm at the party, but like, I want to leave the party. Like Mm. I want to leave the party and like never come back. Right. And then men are like, I love the party. I want to stay here. And like, maybe (laughs) I'll leave the party, but like, I want to come back to the party. The party's fun. The party's fun. So like, if like my non-party doesn't work out, like I want to go back to the party. And women are like, I never want to go back to the party again. That sounds like the worst possible thing. So it's like, I'm just definitely at the point where I'm like, I would just love to never have to sign into dating apps again. Yeah. I, a friend just broke up with her boyfriend and she was like, honestly, she's like, I'm glad we broke up. I'm fine. Emotionally, I'm fine. She's like, the number one thing that I'm like not looking forward to is that I have to like go on dating apps again mm. because that's just how you date. You you don't, there's yeah. no real life dating. Like right. I, I, people are always like, well, we met through friends or we did that. I'm like, well, no one is setting me up with someone. So like right. my reality and the reality of the majority of my friends is you meet someone on a dating app or you meet someone on match.com or like Mm -hmm. eHarmony or something that, you know, is a little bit more paid or like serious, I guess, than a Tinder. Then that brings up my second question of this article that I read that said 70% of people actually don't even meet up with their matches, that it's, you don't even meet with these people. So if this is your only like way of dating, but then you don't even meet up with the people you match with, are you really dating or are you just like looking to see if you're, you still got it? And then once you realize you do, you're like, Hey, next, like, what is that like? Well, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to stereotype because I feel like I'm a rare a rare person on dating apps in the sense that like I am looking for a relationship. Mm. Most people are not. And that's like male and female. A lot of the times it's not just males, but I feel like I'm just so like, I'm just not, (laughs) we were talking about this before. Like I have a lot of friends. I have a big community. I have a lot of people that I can just hit up and chat. I have a lot of like guy friends that, we have known each other in real life, whether or not we've like hooked up before or like, you know, just friends or whatever Mm -hmm. the situation is. Like even that I have people that I can be like, Hey, like, I feel like I want to like chat with someone. Let me just hit you up and whatever. Like, (laughs) I just feel like I already have that in my like Rolodex of friends. Right. So like, to me, it just doesn't make sense. Like why do people use these dating apps and go to these lengths and like dedicate the time Mm -hmm. 
to then just chat. Like <laughs> chatting just feels like such a waste of time. Right. You know, and there's like this term in the dating world of like pen pals. Like, I don't want a pen pal. I'm like, that's so true. Like, Mm -hmm. I actually have a literal pen pal that I write to. And then I have all my friends and I have like random guys that, you know, whatever. Like, I don't need anyone else. So I've kind of come to the point where like if I sense that the convert, like I'm talking to this guy right now and I'm like, okay, I sense that this conversation is just going to be a chat. I'm like, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for like just a buddy to like chat with so if that's what you're interested in like I'm out you know and I've just come to the place where I'm like uber honest because I'm like I'll play the game and I'll go on the dating apps and I'll swipe and I'll you know flirt like I'll do that because you know I'm what else is there but Mm -hmm. there comes a certain point where I'm like I just would rather be honest and like cut this off so that nothing ends up I don't get more invested or like he doesn't get more invested or whatever yeah so but yeah I do feel like that's true What's the best what's the best app so far that you've noticed? Oh gosh. Um cuz Tinder has a bad rap. Tinder has a bad rap, but I mean like I met um my last boyfriend on Tinder mm-hmm. and it's like I don't necessarily think that there is even like such thing as like the best app mm-hmm. because even Bumble so like Bumble is an app that uh, the women have to talk first. And it was actually created by this gal, Whitney Wolf, who worked at Tinder and then some crazy drama went down. And so she, you know, she created her own app mm. and to like give women the power, which is awesome because it's like, I don't have to deal with like guys on Tinder who can just like, you know, message me and whatever <laughs> and be gross. You know, I have to set the conversation. But for the most part, the guys on Bumble still are looking for the same things as the guys on Tinder. They just have mm. to do less work. Like mm. they don't have to, you know, make the first contact. And, you know, like, there's like way as far as like quality of guys and like hotness of guys I would say Bumble is for sure like the highest caliber but I also don't ever get messages back like I'll get like two for every like 10 messages Mm -hmm. that I send so it's like I know how like I think girls are understanding how guys feel on Bumble because we're like oh like this is what it feels like to like message someone and not hear back right because that's commonly what I do on Tinder um yeah but yeah, I mean, I think everyone's different. Like I, there's an app called Coffee Meets Bagel, which sends you I've like a curated like bagel every day. But like there was literally months and months where I just didn't get one. They're like, we don't have a match for you. And so I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> like, no matches for me. And then, you know, my, my best friend um, was on Coffee Meets Bagel for like two days, met a guy and like now they're, they've been dating forever. Mm. So it's like, I think every app actually is an equal playing field. I think you just have to sift through all of the crap Mm. to find it. And like, you have to be so sure of what you're looking for. Cause like you can, I don't know, like I can always find what I want for the most part outside of a relationship. Like I can always find someone to buy me a drink. I can always find someone to hook up with. I can always find someone to chat with. I can Mm -hmm. always find someone to, you know, give me advice like there's like the guys that'll be like I just want to help a girl you know like (laughs) whatever and that's a whole nother issue but I can always find that like pretty much guaranteed however it's so hard to find someone that like actually wants to commit and so I think Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that I haven't been able to like kind of control the outcome of right but I don't know I think I think all apps are equal it just depends on the user yeah but Hot, hotness wise I would say Bumble is probably great but it's because it's all these guys that are like we don't have to do anything <laughs> like, right well that's the thing it's we so don't. late I mean it's just like oh it's so lazy because 
at the end of the day, if you want a boyfriend, you can get a boyfriend. Yeah. If you want to hook up, you can find someone. Like, it's yeah. not hard, right? Yeah. All of my single friends are like, I just want a boyfriend. I'm like, it's very easy to get a boyfriend, but it's the standard of what you're looking totally, for. It's totally. who, what kind of boyfriend? Does he have to be a Christian? Does he have to be this? Does he have to be that? And now you start slimming down. So when people say, oh, I don't have a type. Yes, you do. Because then you would have yeah. a boyfriend. You wouldn't be single. Yeah. And it, I mean, dating apps, like the whole Christian thing is just like another wrench in the... <laughs> Goddamn, yeah. <laughs> in that jam, because like it's, you know, I all the time like am swiping and I'll see a guy. I'm like, oh, he went to Biola or he went to Azusa or he did this. Like, you know, I'm going to swipe on him. Like, and maybe I think he's attractive or maybe I'm just like, I don't, you know, he's like fine. And then I never match with him. Mm. And I'm just like, I know that we're all playing this game and like everyone is attracted to different people. And like, I never want to, you know, say like, I'm attracted to everybody that's a Christian. Like that's definitely not true. But I just feel like it's so rare that like I'll match with someone that is like blatantly outspoken Christian that I'm like, that can't be a value for me on dating apps anymore because it's like, otherwise I would match with zero people and Mm. I would never talk to people and I would never go on dates and like, the best, I mean, the best dates that I've been on are with people that like weren't necessarily outspoken about it, but like we found like, oh, we were both raised Christian and, you know, um, so yeah, but like I, I have friends that like will only swipe on like people that are like blatantly Christian or like, mm. and I'm just like, I mean, that's fine for you. And if like right. that's what you're looking for, awesome. But like, I've just come to a point where I'm like, at this point, I don't think I can be that picky. And like, I know that sounds terrible. Like, if anyone's listening to this, they're like, Lauren, don't settle. But I'm like, guys, I'm strong and I'm confident in my faith and like I am not easily swayed. So it's not like if I like went on a date with a non-Christian that I'm going to become a Satanist. You know what I mean? Right. Like I just feel like people, they can't get outside of their box enough to like be like, you can go on a date. Yeah. You can figure it out. And if you can't, then like that's a decision you have to make. But right. like. I don't know. Christians on dating apps kill me because they're like, we have such high standards and I'm only looking for this. And I'm like, okay, we'll have fun never finding that. Yeah. You know, and then there's the one in the million story where they find it. And so that's what everyone bases it on. They're like, right. well, we met on a dating app and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, that's so great. But like for for you, there's t- 20 other people that like are still single and are still yeah. looking. So. so do you feel like the majority of girls on dating apps are trying to find husbands and the majority of guys on dating apps are just trying to find hookups or do you feel like that's a myth? Um, I feel like it's a myth in the sense that like, I think that girls are just as capable of, I think, yeah, I think everyone is capable of wanting a relationship and everyone is capable of wanting a hookup. Like Mm -hmm. I have definitely been in seasons where I, even though I say that I want a relationship, I'm not ready, like emotionally, Mm. like right after I broke up with my boyfriend, I was not emotionally ready to be in a relationship, Mm. but I was still dating and like hanging out with people and like, you know, whatever, because you just feel like you have to, like, that's how you like get over someone or that's how you like, you know, transition the next part of your life or whatever. But I was definitely in the phase of like, I just want to like date and like hook up with people and not like, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. But I think like, I think on the majority, like it, it, I hate just like talking in like in, in generalities, but I do think that like everyone is capable of being in either state of life. It's just the more often like I hear it's girls being like, I'm looking for a relationship and guys being like, I'm not looking for a relationship, Yeah, but I hear both. So, right. cause when you do like match.com or yeah. like eHarmony, it's like, I don't know. Do you pay for match.com? 
I did. I did. Yeah. You pay for match.com and like you pay for eHarmony. And I mean, I've had the worst experiences on those because you go in with expectations of like, okay, we're paying. We're husband's around the corner. Like, you know, we're excited. Like that was the thing that you heard like before app dating. It was like, oh, like. I remember hearing like people in church, like older singles would be like, oh, they met on match.com. Mm-hmm. Like that was like this way that like spinsters would, you know, it find was like their very husbands. taboo. Yeah. And so I was like, OK, well, like maybe this is serious. I've had the worst experiences mm-hmm. on there. Like guys, I had a guy who was literally bipolar, psycho crazy, <laughs> like that I posted on my Facebook page. And like, I don't know. It's just I think that the the. the playing field is so even now like with so many free ways it's like why would someone actually pay but then you're like well they would pay because they're serious but I think that's like putting far too much faith in people because now you don't I mean now you don't have to pay did you say you put him on your Facebook page can I go back to that yeah 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 well no he like he sent me all these messages like he went crazy he was an actor and I so I was just saying like oh I'm an actor too like you know I understand the grind you know like having to um, having to do this and blah 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 and then he started going off like you're not an actor you don't know what it means everyone <laughs> oh always gosh. tells me that it's hard work but they don't know blah 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 if I was Channing T- this is the best line if I was Channing Tatum you wouldn't be saying this to me wow um, I'm a real actor Lauren like it was hilarious I was rolling dying laughing I posted <laughs> on my Facebook I got like over like 5,000 like oh my gosh. Uh, sh- like likes and shares and comments right. like it was crazy it like went super viral and I was just like guys this is like what we're dealing with like this is when the problem. you're single friends like I always tell most of my friends are married and I'm like when you hear me being dramatic about dating like I am a dramatic person but like trust me when I tell you that it is not I'm not over dramatizing anything right like this is, this is actual real. real life like yeah. the struggle is very real and so I I think that's why I post so much about dating because a there's a camaraderie in it I think like my single friends are like oh my gosh me too and I mm-hmm. love that like I love you know doing this together but I also am like my especially in the church world and this is like my whole soapbox but like we are treated like crap in the church world Mm -hmm. if you are single over the age of like I would say 25 people don't know what to do with you they're Mm -hmm. like so like are you really established in your career are Mm -hmm. you gonna have kids are you trying to meet people like there's all these assumptions Mm -hmm. and it's like no I'm like a normal person and in the normal world this is like a very normal thing like people aren't getting married till they're 30 31 32 but like yeah that's just not the world that I'm in. Mm. But yeah, I just feel like people don't know what to do with me. So Mm. it's like, I want to educate you and show you like, this is a glimpse into my world. Like my world is not all glamorous. My world is not all I can, you know, sure. I have money that I can spend if I have a good job or, you know, all these, the, 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 all, there's all these benefits to being single. And I'm like grateful for that, but it's just, it's so funny like to hear people's opinions of like oh well you know like just be grateful that you're single or just be grateful that you're this and I'm like well you got married when you were like 21 so (laughs) I don't really think that you know anything like right I don't know and I don't mean to like harp on them but I just feel like when you're 28 and you're single and you know you're not really like 
making any progress towards getting married or towards that angle. You're not dating. People are like super confused. Yeah. And they don't know like what to do with you. Right. So it's like, well, this is a glimpse into my world. Right. And and that's the thing too is like, I think there's such a negative, like, oh, I'm single. And there's Mm -hmm. like a negative tone to it. And like, I tell Eric this all the time. I'm happily married, but sometimes I'm like, dude, being single is rad. Like being single is a whole nother like area of life that I like, can no longer explore like if I want to get up and just move to New York because I just want to like yeah. I can't do that and yeah. like I mean I feel like Eric would be down but it you know <laughs> it's, say, it's like yeah okay. Eric's like okay um but for you know for some people who have established jobs in this area it's like now you have two people that every single thing you do every dollar you spend it affects another person and yeah. that's hard and so when you're single it's like dude it's fun like being single yeah. is not necessarily a negative thing at all like there's a lot of people that want kids and things like that but mm-hmm. I'm like you can have kids still like totally there you know you can still have kids you can adopt there's tons of, I'm so for adoption like there's mm-hmm. tons of kids that like need to be adopted and, and things like that so it's I I totally hear you where it's like such a negative thing especially in church like oh so like there must be sin in your life is my favorite line yeah. <laughs> there must be sin or like people always tell you you know like when you least expect it and blah 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 and I just I struggle with that because I was in I mean I can see now how my my late 20s have been a little bit of a mess as far as spiritual (laughs) life and just life in general but in my early 20s like I was following God and like serving and my you know just I was like a really healthy strong like passionate Christian and I was like if there was ever a time where like I should have met someone along that path of life like that should have been the time Mm. then I kind of hit this wall where I was like screw this like (laughs) I had a really like traumatic thing happen like I thought that I was gonna like date this missionary and blah 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 like this whole story and Mm. I was just like you know God like I'm over this like Mm. if I'm not that I'm doing any of these things for the goal of finding a husband because that was actually never like really on the radar until like maybe 24, 25 when I really felt the weight of like, oh crap, I'm single Mm. still. And like, you know, all my friends are married. But I was like, that doesn't work. Like that does not work. Because then I was watching my friends whose like lives were like a shit show Mm -hmm. and they were meeting people. And I was like, that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to necessarily meet my husband in church. I'm not necessarily going to meet my husband serving or like whatever. So like I can just be a normal human and like stop striving and stop trying to be like Mm. a perfect Christian so that someone will like accept me. Right. And I think I just like reached that point where I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm over this. And I mean, there's pros and cons. Obviously, like I said, my life has been kind of a mess since then, but I've also learned a lot about myself and I feel like I'm so much more ready now um, than I was then, but that doesn't mean that it's going to happen now. You know what I mean? Mm, like right. there's no guarantee of like, okay, I'm a really healthy person and I'm established and financially and you know, all these things, but I don't know. There's just no timeline. And like, I just always tell myself, I'm like, if I'm like 35 and that's like an arbitrary number, but just for my own sanity, if I'm 35 and single, I will like start reevaluating. Okay. I need to look into adopting mm. and I need to look into this and I need to, you know, whatever. But I'm just like giving myself till then, not because 35 is a magic number. Like I know tons of people who have gotten married in their late 30s and mm-hmm. 
that's just their life path. And like, I could be okay with that. But for me, 35 just seems like, cause that means that, that I started wanting to get married at 25. That is mm. like a full decade of wanting something. <laughs> I'm like, that seems like an appropriate amount of time to like, just accept I give that. myself 24 hours when I want to buy a shirt. Yeah, I'm still yeah. thinking about it in 24 hours, go back and buy it. Yeah, a decade seems like an appropriate it's amount good of time, time yeah. to say like, okay, this might not happen. So right. I'm going to reevaluate life plans till there. But I don't know that and some people don't like that some people are like don't give yourself a time limit but I'm like so type a Mm. planner organization like I have to have a time limit in my head or else I will just drive myself insane with anxiety so I don't know there was an answer to a question somewhere (laughs) somewhere in that well okay so let me go back a little bit to kind of the Orange County expectation yeah because I want to I want to touch on this um we, we talked about this a little bit ago but and I won't mention names, but there, you know, there's a girl that I know that is just a, a, the typical every guy wants blonde. Yeah. T- and she's a sweetheart, blonde, tan, perfect teeth, perfect body. Mm-hmm. And she's like a like a nice girl. Like she's not ditzy or anything like yeah. that. And she's single. And I was just thinking like, gosh, if you were like you're everywhere, right? Like you're at fat, like a, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of girls that look like you at Fashion Island or Rain yeah. Spectrum, Balboa, like all this stuff. And so that's what guys want like in Orange County and I don't blame them they're I want that like I'm like maybe I'll be lesbian and so it's like (laughs) Eric is like well (laughs) Eric is so like whatever half the things I say (laughs) Eric agrees um and I do want to get Eric's input on this too eventually but um yeah so that's that's the standard and and that's the reality of the situation and when that's out there and you don't look like that yeah like then what right because why would a guy date someone if he can have that if that's an option then why wouldn't he and so and I like kind of back that like guys it's like yeah if I could have like a freaking model girlfriend that's going to be the goal um and it it, at that point it's like less about personality um yeah and so it's especially on apps like tinder and those things when you see girls like that in pictures and face tuner we we were talking about this too face tuner how many people have face tuner just realized that was a thing you can edit your whole picture and so It just makes it really like the standard is so high that and you mentioned this, you have to lower your standards in order to meet someone. Totally. And that freaking sucks because like you're not this blonde like surfer babe and now like, (laughs) oh, good luck finding a boyfriend. Like that's rough. That's hard. Yeah, it is. It is hard. I think I've come to the point where I'm just like. I here's who I am here's what I look like this is my real life this is my personality I'm not gonna hide that and I have been mildly successful in dating apps at you know to this point as far Mm -hmm. as like I can like I said I can always find someone to hang out with or get a drink with or whatever so it's like I I feel a little bit less of that now like just being so deep in the you know dating app game but Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah at first I was like it's just like, okay, well, this per- person is like cool, but there's a better person like mm. a swipe away. Mm-hmm. And so I think you just have to get out of that mentality. And like, I think it just happens naturally quicker with girls than it does with guys. Mm-hmm. Like, because guys are very visual and girls can be visual too. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I just have gotten, I know that that's a reality. And I'm just like, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. I'm never going to be blonde. I'm never. <laughs> going to be skinny and a surfer girl and tan like I'm always going to be what I am and but I was saying this like I'm such a great like I have really good retention after we go on a date so like Mm. if I can convince a guy and that sounds terrible I don't really mean that but if (laughs) If I can manipulate the shit out of him no but if, if I if I go on a date with a guy for the most part, I always get asked out on a second date. Mm. And that is super rare. I know a lot of my like super duper hot friends, like 
that are very conventionally beautiful and everyone's type, you know, they are just like blue eyes, brown hair, perfect body, whatever. Right. And a lot of the times they're not going on second dates and that's Mm -hmm. nothing about like, I don't mean to say like, I just have a better personality, but I think I am the type of person that is just such a personable person that like when you get to know me, if you are mildly attractive to me, you'll or if I am mildly attractive to you, you'll probably like go on a second date. Mm -hmm. And like, that's fine because that's real life. That's how relationships work. Like it's a slow burn for some people and I just have to be okay with that Mm -hmm. in the same way that like, it's a slow burn for me sometimes when I like go on, you know, dates with guys and I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I'm that attracted to you, but right. I don't know. I think it's just, I have just had to come to a place of like being very realistic. And so a lot of the times when I'm talking to my friends, I'm like, guys, we have to understand that like, we have to be realistic about ourselves and that's like really hard, but it's also really good because mm-hmm. it causes us like, okay, if I am like uncomfortable with my weight and if I'm like, ugh, I just feel like whatever. Okay. Then like I can make the choice to be healthier. Mm-hmm. And like, that is something for me. If I'm feeling a certain way, I can make a decision to make a change. I don't have to, but I can, if, you know, if I'm, you know, going on dates and then not getting asked out again, because maybe the conversation was lulling or whatever, like, okay, then I can improve my conversation skills. That Mm -hmm. is something that I can work on. Um, you know, and that's not really an issue for me, but I've heard friends that say that like, Oh, he kind of just, you know, said that the conversation was whatever, or like, there's just, it's a good self-reflection tool. And I'm not saying that you should ever change something for the sake of someone else. But like, I am very often like, I wish that I was smaller or I wish that I was this and Mm -hmm. I can make the decision to make that happen for me Mm -hmm. because I know that I would feel better about myself. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's also, I think the standard like kind of just provides a good like mirror Mm -hmm. and then you get to decide whatever you want. So if Mm -hmm. you don't want to change anything, you don't have to, but if you do, you can. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know that for me, it's just like, and I'm just a very logical type a like realistic person for someone who is not that it's a very different ball game as far as like feeling very hurt and very rejected Mm -hmm. and very um kind of just overwhelmed by the whole process but for me I just kind of know what I'm working with and I'm like here are my strong suits here are my not strong suits and eventually I just have faith in something in the universe that I will find someone that appreciates that and like I just kind of have to to come at it from that angle rather than being like I'm already at a loss like right. I'm already you know I'm already like rejected yeah I'm already out of the game because yeah, yeah. it's like you know there are there's going to be someone who loves me and who loves the way I look and the way I act and the way I think and blah 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 in the same way that there's going to be someone who loves a, you know your friend who's like blonde and perfect and beautiful right. and like the guy that loves me for me is the guy that I should be with I shouldn't right. be with someone that like puts up with me because he couldn't get a date. You know what I mean? Like that just feels terrible for me. So I don't know. Well then, then it goes into my second question of are people swipe. Okay. Let me see how to phrase this. Are people swiping on guys that are unrealistic? So like if you know that you're not a blonde babe, but you're swiping on all these hot surfer guys, right? Like, and I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like, okay, if you're, if that's all that you're going to swipe for. Yeah. And they're not swiping back on you. Yeah. 
then it's like all guys suck or like I'm not good enough and it's like no but like if hot surfer guy can get hot surfer girl yeah like they're gonna end up being together yeah I feel like you have to be so realistic you gotta know what you what is it it's like a um physical what is it it's like a law of things (laughs) there's like a law I mean it's just one of those things where yeah you I was listening to this other podcast and this guy was saying like for girls when you swipe and you don't match with someone it's a very like it's an ego thing but it's like oh they rejected me already like Mm -hmm. they've already seen me and they've already rejected me and like you know whatever so we're kind of able to get over it more like that happens to me a lot like oh this guy's I match with like very hot people though which is crazy to me I'm like I don't know how this happens because I'm like very (laughs) clear about what I look like but I match with like extremely attractive people so I think it's just I don't know I think I have a pretty face. Um, no, but I also think that girl or that guys, when guys, you know, swipe and then there's no match, they're like, oh, well, like she just hasn't seen me. Like guys have so much more of an ego of like, oh, she like, doesn't well, know. She, doesn't, she hasn't had the opportunity to see me yet. I love that. So, true. so it's like, it's, it's just a different, like, I think men and women are on such a different page, especially right. with like this aspect of like swiping. So it's like. I think everybody just has to balance out our egos. And this is like totally stealing from that podcast that I listened to, but it's totally true. Like women need to be more like, okay, this is what I have to offer. This Mm -hmm. is, you know, this is my value. This is my, what I bring to the table. And if I match with someone, I am confident that they see that Mm -hmm. men need to be like, tone it down a notch and be like if a girl rejects you that doesn't mean you're a terrible hideous beast person or that she hasn't seen you it just means that like it didn't work out and I feel like if we balance that ego a little bit um yeah but I think I think you just have to be realistic and but like I said like I think more and more I just see people that I'm like huh I would not have put them together like Mm. either she is way out of his league in my mind Mm -hmm. or he is way out of her league in Mm -hmm. my mind but I think I think it just all comes down to personality and like it honestly is luck like it honestly is just like the luck of the draw and there could be a day when I go on a date with like some super hot surfer guy that (laughs) is just not my style and I'm not his style but we just hit it it off and you know I, I I do believe that personality factors in past the initial like swiping like that's a shit show but past the initial swiping I think personality if you are ready if you are a guy and you are ready to be in a relationship and you are a girl and you are ready to be in a relationship I think personality plays a lot more into it um than people might think but mm. the dating app world is not normally where that's not happens. geared toward that so I think it's kind of like there should be an app where it's like you don't see a picture you just like read about them or something yeah. <laughs> and then once you like like that then it's like oh click for more or something like oh, gosh like no pictures involved yeah. could you imagine what, could you imagine like the guys <laughs> you go horrifying. on dates with like yeah. that could go so well, great like or so bad like blind dating where it's like they can't see each other they're like in the dark you know what's funny but. too is whenever I'm like I do this to what's his face all the time I'm like oh my gosh I have a girl I'm gonna set you up with right whenever I try to put people on blind dates they don't want to go they're yeah. like no I'm like what the like you sit here and say that you hate being single. I have a girl that I want to like, that's a friend that I'm yeah. going to set you up with. And then it's like, can I see her Instagram? No, you can't because you're going to judge. And I don't want you to judge. Cause I think your personalities would go, but people won't go on blind dates. Yeah. I feel like, 
That is so true. What I mean, I, I don't know. I give up. I, I, I'm not set up often, but I would, I am more of the person that would be like, okay, whatever. Because yeah. I'm just so, I'm so much more like, whatever. Like if we don't hit it off, we can be friends. And I have actually have a lot of friends that are like that, but I think it's more common of a guy. Like, I think it's more common of guys being like, oh, I don't want to go out with her if she's, right. you know, whatever. But like, what does she look like? It's like, God yeah. damn. But no, I think, I think that's so true. Like people are really scared because blind dates I mean blind dates are also it's an ego thing because it's like this blind date is reflective of like what this person thinks of me mm, so it's like true. if the person is awesome then like oh great then I'm awesome. <laughs> but if the person is not awesome or like just is not awesome in your opinion like so if you set me up with a guy and I'm like oh Vanessa what is wrong with you <laughs> and that's my opinion but like then I think like is that who she thinks I am and right. then that creates a weird tension between us like Luckily, I've set up people and they've hit it off and well, for a while, then they are destroyed. But um, for the most part, initially they hit it off. And so I feel really good because I'm like, oh, I've made a good match. But yeah, what people match you with is like what they think of you, even though Mm -hmm. if it's not like you could be like, I mean, I know that you think I'm awesome. So Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't I wouldn't deep down think like oh she hates me yeah she's like trying to sabotage me but it's just like on the surface level you're like oh that's what you think (laughs) um yeah so I think all that is like so good and we could go on for years on this topic there's so much to talk about um but I would love to know if you could give someone advice in this dating world um (laughs) entering into all this or even someone that's 28 and, and dating apps. Yeah. What, what's kind of your advice to people in this situation in this, yeah. this phase of life? Um, I think a few things. I think number one is you just have to be very, very clear about what you want. Mm-hmm. So, and that starts with you. So like I'm at a point where I know that I want to be in a serious, committed, monogamous relationship. So Anything else that is not that is not worth my time. Mm. And that's a really hard thing because that limits myself drastically. Like right. that that cuts out 99% of, you know, people that I'm going to meet. But I just know that I'm going to be happier that way. And so if you are looking for that, you have to be very clear. If you are looking for you want to like date 20 people before, you know, you get married or whatever, then like, that's great. Then you, then your standards are, are that if you want to like, just make out with people, like whatever your things are, you just have to know that. And you have to be very, very, very confident with yourself Mm. in whatever that stage is. And then that's how you kind of have to sift through things. So I would say, yeah, know exactly what you want. Um, number two, like you have to play the game. Like you have mm. to, you have to take the time to do it. You Don't can't hate be the, the player, person. Yeah. Game. Like you can't be the person that like has dating apps and like never goes on them and never talks to people and never responds and never whatever. And then expect it to work. Like mm. you can't do that. That's like saying, I want to become a runner, but I'm never going to practice or I'm never going to train or I'm never going to, mm. you know, I'm just going to wake up one day and it's going to happen. Like that's, mm. that's not real life. Yeah. So you have to, if you are on dating apps or if you're on match.com or even if you're wanting to date in real life, you have to say, Hey, to your friends, set me up. Or you have to go to happy hours at your work, or you have to go to groups where you can meet single people. Like you have to do the work, right? whatever that looks like. It's not just going to magically fall in your lap. Mm-hmm. And our upbringing with romantic comedies effed us up. <laughs> like, it doesn't just <laughs> happen Disney. like that. It does not happen like that. So I would say yeah. that's the second thing. And the third thing is like, it's like, this is more advice to like people who aren't single. Like just remember that it's like 
not everybody's path to find someone and that's okay. But for people that it is their path to find someone like don't make their whole life about that. Mm -hmm. Like I hate there's, I love my, my friends are so sweet and they're like, Oh, I just wish we could find you someone or whatever. But like, I'm like, Hey, but did you also know that like, I'm a really talented actress and I've just done two shows or like I'm writing a book or I have this blog or I, whatever, like there's so many other things about me that are, are more important than like me finding a, a, person Mm -hmm. but like you just always make it about that so like if you're if you have a lot of single friends or even just one that like you know is whatever like yes talk to them about that but like don't talk to them only about that Mm. because it like that just perpetuates the cycle of like okay well that's like the only important thing about me like the only important thing about me is that I haven't found someone yet Mm. and then when I do find someone that will be the most important thing about me and that's just like such a damaging narrative and I feel like the most well-intentioned like sweet friends are the worst at it just like (laughs) stop like there's so many more things that we could talk about and so I don't know that's kind of my charge and I don't want to be like mean or you know no it's but it's like one of those things where it's like just like remember that they're a whole person just like you're a whole person and Mm -hmm. you would never want them to only talk to you about your spouse or like your boyfriend or girlfriend like you would never want that to be the only thing that people know about Mm -hmm. you or that they care that they care about so right I think that would be like my third piece of advice awesome yeah I love it well thanks for coming on and being so vulnerable and talking about all of this and um maybe we'll do a part two but yes yeah go on forever Uh, yeah totally (laughs) all right that's it see ya that's a wrap that's a wrap. Bye. Thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at No But Really Podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to make sure you capture the next episode.